0: Welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast, where licensed attorney and certified life coach Laura Kelly teaches you how to bring joy, harmony and balance to your practice and your life. Hello, colleagues, wherever and whenever you are. Welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Kelly. Today, I'm going to give you the single most important tip to improve your quality of life. This one tip will not only help you feel better, but be more focused, regulate your hormones, and reduce aging. My friends, that tip is getting a full night's sleep of at least seven hours per night. That's it. If you are someone who struggles with getting enough sleep, you are probably rolling your eyes at my suggestion. Eyes with very heavy bags under them that you are struggling to keep open. But keep listening. I have some very effective ideas for you to get more sleep and improve your quality of sleep. If, however, you are someone who needs very little sleep and is thriving with four hours of sleep per night, well, you aren't listening to this podcast. Or if you're working full-time and have young children, then sleep probably isn't a problem either. So for the rest of us, here's the deal. Sleep is the single most important thing for our brains to perform at its best. Sleep allows our brains to recharge, process information, and stabilize stress hormones like cortisol. It's absolutely essential, and yet so many of us do not get enough sleep. You may be thinking that you don't have enough time to get more sleep. I assure you that is not the case. When you are getting enough sleep, you are much more productive and efficient. That extra hour of sleep could save you two or more the next day due to being refreshed and ready. Writing that brief when you were sleep deprived could take three times as long. What's really the case is that you don't have enough time to not get a good night's sleep. You may be thinking that you can't sleep. That's where I'd like to focus today. I can't get enough sleep is a limiting belief. It is past focused and self-defeating. Absolutely, there are conditions that make attaining quality sleep challenging. I once lived in Madrid above an Irish bar. But why choose to believe I can't get enough sleep, when there are much more empowering alternatives. What about I'm capable of making changes that will improve my quality of sleep? That feels so much better, right? First and foremost, quality sleep requires a quality schedule. I urge you to put your wake-up time and bedtime on your calendar. If you can, use your devices to set up a schedule based on how much sleep you would like to get per night. I also urge you to make that amount at least seven hours. My iPhone has a feature that lets me set my bedtime and wake-up time every weekday and weekend. Additionally, it automatically puts my phone on do-not-disturb mode for 30 minutes before my set bedtime. This takes the guesswork out of it. If you don't have a device with this feature, you can easily set up alarms and manually set your devices to do-not-disturb. Your brain may be offering you reasons why you cannot do this. What if you get an important call in the middle of the night? Well, the Do Not Disturb feature allows you to program it so that your device will ring if the call is initiated by certain numbers or a certain number of rings in short succession. Let your family and friends know about this feature so emergencies can get through. Do not allow your brain to make excuses so you keep up the status quo. Another important thing to add to your calendar is wind down time. This is a period of at least 30 minutes where you wind down. I suggest you put it on your calendar. If that seems like overkill, let me tell you that the act of putting something on your calendar makes it concrete. It's an appointment for yourself. It's essential for your care and maintenance. It merits being on your calendar. So what is wind down time? Wind down time is when you put away all of your devices, including turning off your television, no matter how much of a cliffhanger your favorite show is on. Remember, they do this deliberately to make you watch more and more. This allows your body to initiate its normal sleep procedures. When we look at screens, our body's natural process for sleep is hindered. If you're used to falling asleep with the TV on, it's a great time to make some new life-enhancing habits. It may be helpful to use melatonin with doctor supervision to help you establish a new schedule. Wind-down time can be used to meditate or read. Think about it as setting the mood for sleep. Some other things to consider. Caffeine consumed during the day can absolutely have a negative impact on your ability to fall asleep. In Michael Pollan's audiobook, Caffeine, he describes the benefits and costs of consuming caffeine. The most pronounced effect he experienced from eliminating caffeine was greatly improved sleep. It's really interesting that the substance many of us take to wake up actually keeps us groggy in the first place. Now, full disclosure, I drink a lot of coffee, but I'm able to sleep quite well. If you find yourself having trouble sleeping and drinking a lot of caffeinated beverages, perhaps it may be worthwhile to experiment with slowly reducing the amount of caffeine you drink per day. I highly suggest you do this by reducing your caffeine intake by half a cup per day. The headaches from caffeine withdrawal are no joke and may sabotage your efforts. Another substance to consider is alcohol. While alcohol can act as a sedative, allowing us to initially feel relaxed and sleepy, it actually interferes with our sleep cycles. Drinking alcohol before bed, especially in excess, leads to poor quality of sleep, including shorter sleep duration and increased sleep disruptions. It's worth noting that researchers have noted a link between long-term alcohol abuse and chronic sleep problems. By all means, enjoy your happy hour or wine with dinner, but be sure you drink plenty of water and give yourself time between drinking and falling asleep to ensure you get the best possible sleep. Finally, physical exercise can have an immediate positive impact on your sleep. Just 30 minutes of moderate aerobic exercise can be extremely beneficial to improving your quality of sleep. Just make sure you finish your exercise an hour or more before bedtime so you're not pumped full of wonderful endorphins when it's time to go to bed. If you have tried these tips but you are still having difficulty sleeping, it may be worthwhile to seek medical help. For example, a sleep study can help you determine if you have sleep apnea, a serious medical condition that can increase your risk for a number of ailments, including high blood pressure and heart conditions. A medical professional could also prescribe you a mild sedative like trazodone to help you adapt to a new sleep schedule. I know this sounds really simplistic, but the truth is that it's foundational. Sleep is the first and single most important factor in improving your health and well-being. Please do not underestimate it. It's easy for us to put ourselves last, and cutting into our own sleep is one way we do that. However, I'd like to offer to you that sleep is so much more important than all the spa days in the world. It is real, nourishing self-care. I heard this quote, and it really resonated with me. Don't stay up late for something you wouldn't wake up early for. I hope that resonates with you as well. As always, you can reach out to me at laura at thejoyfulattorney.com, I'd love to hear your tips, questions, and comments. If you'd like to work with me, please check me out at thejoyfulattorney.com. I'd be so happy to hear from you. Until next time, have a great day. Learn more about how you can work with Laura Kelly by going to thejoyfulattorney.com. Thank you for listening.